<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to A Few Things, where we give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cirillo. This podcast is brought to you by Of A Kind. Find out more and sign up for our newsletter at ofakind.com. Can we talk very briefly about something that people just cannot stop buying from ofakind.com while we're on the topic of ofakind.com? Let's do it. Do you want to tell people or do you want me to? <laughs> it's the Curation Flutter Midi Dress. Although, I should say it's a, it's the Curation Striped Flutter Midi Dress. But it used to be the Curation Striped flutter maxi, maxi dress, dress. Yeah. but we sold out of so many of those and then wiped out curation of the rest of their inventory of it so then we brought it back in um it, a in midi. slightly shorter version yeah midi yeah. which i actually like a little bit more um because it's a little it's got a look it looks less like a beach dress like it looks more like a city dress to me well i think what people realized way before we did about this dress mm-hmm. is that it's like the perfect vacation dress mm-hmm. because we put it up on the site in like march and it started flying. And I was like, you guys, it is 40 degrees outside pretty much everywhere in the country. What are you doing with this? And then I realized they're they going were on spring break. vacation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it, I got really jealous of all their lives. <laughs> I'm pretty jealous. I, I need a vacation. Um, it, it It's a super cute dress. It is flattering on, I think, a lot of different body types. Somebody in, uh, DM'd me on Instagram and was like, this would also be a great maternity dress. I said, true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I just like mostly want to remark on how insanely well this dress is selling. I also think it's so cute, but it's also amazing to just be like, we're going to sell more of this thing than we've sold of anything ever, probably. I just don't want people to miss out on this if they haven't seen it. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. We now or never, guys. We thought we were stocking up for the rest of summer, but But it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen now or never. Um, And, and, oh, yeah. How about this? 10% off with the code a few things. Yeah. That's wow, generous. We, yeah, that is generous for something that was selling fine so at well full on price. Its own. <laughs> Killing our margins over yeah, here for well, the sake of kindness. Well, I think podcast listeners should, you know. They deserve they, it. Yeah, they yeah. deserve it for yeah, sure. That's right. Um, what else you want to talk about? Taco night. Yeah. Ugh, I had a string of really great taco nights and I should bring them back. I just haven't How been grocery shopping. taco night? We were, well, the thing about taco night is when there's just two of you in your family, if you buy the ingredients for taco night, you got four taco nights. Yeah. You got a couple taco nights yeah. ahead of you. Cause you've got like the avocado and the tomatoes. Well, and, and you buy the head of cabbage. Yes. And then well, yours... I don't do cap, you know what I've been okay. doing? Ugh, well, this is let's, what we're here to hear. talk yeah. about. <laughs> I don't know. And that's why we're here. Yeah. Um, I've been buying butter lettuce lately. 
and like chopping, like basically shredding it. Really? And I'm really liking it. Because also, I never would think to buy butter lettuce and shred it. I, I can tell you why. You know why? I just love butter lettuce. I and do it looks too. I so beautiful. Like when you see and, a really beautiful mm, head, don't no, you just that's want true. it? I, no, that's, that's really, I actually have butter lettuce in my freezer or my refrigerator right Congratulations. now. Congratulations. Um, it was going to go in a salad, but I hadn't occurred to me that it could, could go, go in tacos. Well, my <laughs> other thing is that I like to pile so much stuff in tacos. I hate when the taco breaks. And the thing I like about the butter lettuce is light. Yeah, and yeah, it, that's true. And you can smush more stuff in there. Okay, so what else are you putting in? So wait, I'm going to back up and just say that my taco night is inspired by the like my mother's. My mother had two go-to lunches for us on the weekend, like lazy mom lunches. One was Kraft mac and cheese, and the other one was what she called quesadillas, but it's just taco night. And you just put jack cheese on a tortilla and put it in the microwave, and then you put in avocado. This is very fancy. Tomato. Well, no, it it's literally a quesadilla. Okay, okay, okay. And then you just put in like to avocado or whatever, you know, like yeah, yeah, salt yeah. and lemon. Okay. I have, I would like to think, evolved this to a more sophisticated sure. place. So what we do is a mixture of queso, queso fresco. Yeah. Yes. And then cotija. Not because that's a thing, but because I know I like both and, and I you don't never know which. know which one I like more. So I just do them both together. <laughs> I see. Yeah. And then so you this shred them on both. Brand for you. Sure. And then you mix them. And then I have this huge Le Creuset cast iron like skillet. Yeah. And then so you put like four tacos down at once. No oil or anything. But then yeah. you just heat. The, you, you put the shredded mixture on a bunch of corn tortillas. I can usually fit like four or five on there. And then you heat the cheese on the tortilla the melted cheese is an is an interesting i never addition. used to do yeah. that well so it, it's like a combo of inspired from my mom's microwave monterey jack yeah. cheese situation and the breakfast tacos at vinegar at vhh, VHH foods, foods by our office in dumbo do this where the the cheese when you get it the cheese is melted into the tortilla and it's kind of like burnt in some places and it, it the makes the tortilla is the best part yeah it, it does act as the, as another like <laughs> yeah. protective layer too because it you know keeps it from from yes things from seeping right through. like the, the liquids yeah. don't it's make a barrier it. yeah it's a great barrier so that's what that's what we serve to ourselves as the base sure and then there's bowls on our table of tomato avocado shredded butter lattice um ideally like some jalapeno or something okay um my mom would always serve uh, like red bell peppers, but Chris doesn't like bell peppers, so we don't do yeah. those. Um, lime, lime wedges, salt, Tabasco. Sometimes there will be something random in there. Like if I have leftover onion from making the Marcella Hazan tomato sauce, we'll like chop that up and make that like a relish for taco night. Um, I haven't made a full-fledged taco night in a while. We have tacos for breakfast a lot. Mm-hmm. But I hear, the, hear my thoughts on my particular hacks or the things that I rely on. Oh, cilantro. On. Well, that's get me, I know, get, I know, out, get me out I of here. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Your turn's over. Um, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done now, I think. I probably forgot some things. Just but... don't say that word yeah, again. I won't. I won't. Um, okay, so my one my one most recent thing is that the toaster oven is a perfect vehicle mm. for like a tortilla. Yeah. Um, that like I the toaster oven. Yeah, that's a real, real win. Yeah. Um, for breakfast tacos, I've been really into this hot sauce from Food 52 called Bliss, B-L-I-S. Oh, yeah, I have that yeah. too. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's aged in a barrel or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's very, it's like smoky and it's very good on like an egg breakfast taco. It is a great hot sauce. I ruined it for myself because the first time I poured it on, I thought that there was a different type of top on it and I there's poured not, a lot on. There's not, yeah. it's just a wide like, It's not a good no. top for you because <laughs> yeah. it, does, it, it doesn't It'll encourage. Right yeah. Out. Okay. Um... <laughs> When we make tacos, the most common ones I make are fish or shrimp tacos mm. and then make this like chipotle 
uh, crema situation. Yum. Okay, this is so easy. It's just Greek yogurt mm-hmm. and a little bit of mayonnaise, but mm-hmm. you can do it without mayonnaise too. And then mostly just the like sauce and the chipotle peppers. Mm-hmm. But if you want it spicier, you can chop up a chipotle yeah. pepper in there too. Do you know what I've kind of stopped buying the huh. the cans of chipotle peppers for recipes because they, they were just you only use fr- one exactly. I wish you there know was what, a bottle of just the sauce. Is there well, a bottle of just yeah, sauce? Well, basically the um, Tabasco makes a chipotle I sauce. I want that. That's different. I think it's pretty close if you're just putting it in a thing. I like no, it. No, but this is like going, you need it to be like okay. a thicker consistent, okay. and you need kind of a lot of it. I don't know. I just want there to be a bottled of condiment that is, yeah, that is like yeah. the Chipotle pepper sauce that's like thick. And yeah. I don't know, e- uh, email I us. I mean, we're if complaining, we, if you know. but those cans are about 75 cents. I know, but it feels so wasteful. I, yeah, it does. I don't it have that many me. other things to put Chipotles yeah. in or on. And then um, shredded. Uh, purple cabbage. cabbage. Yeah. Oh, purple cabbage. Yeah, purple cabbage. You know what? Color wise, it looks really nice. It does look with nice. everything happening. Yeah. Um, and then lime, and then sometimes radishes too. Oh, radishes which, are yeah. a great yeah. taco night addition. Yeah. If we're doing like, if we're having a more proper taco night with like people over who might want some protein or something, we I'll just do um, ground chicken, and then I, I and when I and I saute it with onions and the chipotle Tabasco sauce, and that gives it like a nice mm. flavoring. I didn't yeah. notice that your tacos didn't have any protein in them. But, well, I put so much avocado in and right, cheese right, right. and so yeah. much cheese. Yeah. So okay. that's protein. I didn't I notice mean, that there wasn't like a meat yeah. in them. Yeah. Not like avocado's protein. Just No, know. it's like fat and fiber. I know. Right. You would never you would never <laughs> talk about it. And I eat like seven of them. We eat so many of them. Yeah. But then, yeah, it's all out in the little bowls. And then you just put saran wrap on the bowls and put them in the fridge. And then you have taco night again the next night. It's just such a good no-cook meal. And yeah, it's pretty totally. healthy. I'm so hungry right now. It's I know. I really want it. I understand. Yeah. Um, well, this is a best of 10 things episode, mm-hmm. which means for sure we're going to talk about food again, um, <laughs> which means for sure you're going to yeah. keep getting more hungry. I'm sorry. Starving, actually. Um, so this is where we're talking about some of our favorite things that we put in 10 mm-hmm. things that a, a sentence or two will not do. We That's must, right. We must keep going. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to get a food run out of the way first or I do mean, you want I've me to break? i a couple food things, too. Um, yeah, let me talk to you about something non-food related okay, and see if it break. gets my hanger, yeah, 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 yeah. if it makes me forget hanger about my hanger. Yeah. Um, I have for a, lo- for a long time been talking about the migraines with which I am plagued um, mm-hmm. on this podcast, on that newsletter of ours, on my Instagram, and over... I, I Omnichannel. <laughs> it's an omnichannel <laughs> migraine um, saga. I had had the idea... Um, that like during this January, while everybody was going through whole 30 and dry January and everything, it would be a good time for me to finally try to do an elimination diet in order to, um, identify the cause of my migraines. Yeah. And, but then you also did really didn't want to do an elimination diet. I really didn't want to do an elimination diet. And my biggest fear about an elimination diet, which was confirmed when I like went to Instagram and asked people about their experiences with this was that. It causes migraines because you're eliminating you're caffeine yeah, and yeah, sugar, yeah. which can you'll definitely yeah. you'll you miss four cups of coffee a day. You'll definitely get <laughs> yeah. caffeine withdrawal. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I so anyway, I went to to Instagram and I said like, "Hey, has anyone done an elimination diet to identify their triggers?" And also got a lot of feedback on just what has worked for various people um, for their migraines. And the one that I hadn't really tried that a lot of people. Um, volunteered was magnesium as like a supplement as a supplement yeah um and so i was like okay i'll buy this and it's interesting a lot of um women who had been pregnant had had to start taking magnesium because you can't 
take the, a lot of the normal sort of like over-the-counter prescription pain meds when mm. you're pregnant. So there was one woman who had like been hooked up to an, a, an IV of magnesium Whoa, when she was okay. pregnant because she was also a lot of pregnant women, like their migraines get worse because the hormones spike and it's all over the place. So a lot of people were like, okay, try magnesium supplements. It's really worked for me. So I started taking um, magnesium pills once a day and I went through an entire bottle and I saw no changes. And then someone... Um, I, I still I now just have like a steady stream of of migraine content in my Instagram DMs, which I'm very grateful for. But someone was like, I'm reading this crazy book called like the Magnesium Miracle. And they make this liquid magnesium. And, you know, people and I had gotten a couple of people say they were obsessed with this person who makes it and who okay. wrote the book. And I can't remember her name, but they sent me the link and I was like, OK, I'll try it. And it's it's called Remag and it is liquid magnesium and it tastes so foul. You put, you even, you start out with like half a tablespoon in your yeah, water it and it's awful. still so Oh, you drink bad. it in water. You, okay. And I think you could put it in juice. I just never drink juice. Yeah. Um, I, I could, I should put it like in a smoothie or something. Um, but Maybe, I, but it might ruin the whole smoothie. Maybe the yeah, water's better. Yeah, it probably would. I yeah. just choke it down. I feel like I have to like knock on every piece of wood, but it's so crazy. I have not been getting migraines. Um, really? And I got I got one from after a night of drinking, um, yeah. which well, is the, feels which is also, like yeah. unavoidable. And especially because I'm someone who when I get headaches, I only get migraines. But I've been drinking it every day. I, I you know, I miss days here and there and then I get so panicked like, oh, my God, am I going to get one? And I yeah, I still get them occasionally, but it's just it's been a couple months now and I'm so nervous to jinx it, but it really seems to be working. What does magnesium do? Fuck if I know. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't do that amount of research. No, for no, this no, podcast. no, no. I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm. But yeah. what's interesting is when I read, I reading through the Amazon comments, and I should read the book that that that, that you know the this person. came out of. But magnesium miracle. Yeah, it's um a lot of it's it's apparently not just for migraines, people yeah. for like sleep, anxiety, yeah. even like some allergies and yeah. stuff. I it feels so crazy to it's me. It's like be- what everybody says CBD does too. Like, yeah, my, exactly. like magnesium and CBD same ailments. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have to start really taking a small amount because it will upset your digestive system. Uh, yeah. Um, but and and again, I, the pills did not work for me. They did basically nothing as far as I could tell. Um, or maybe it, that it was just part of my sort of build up to this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Th- so I now I bought two bottles and I keep one at the office. You know what I've seen, too? Um, I can't remember where I saw this or who recommended it, but there are bath soaks that have magnesium. <gasps> yes. In them. Someone did mention this yeah. to me. Um, our old intern, in fact, Sarah Ryder. And I had I had a bath soak left over from when um when i was marathon training and she said that when she gets a uh migraine she gets in a bath with the magnesium with the, the soak yeah, yeah like the dr teals the just like classic yeah, 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 bath yeah. soak but because you absorb it through your skin, skin yeah. quicker than yeah. other ways um, that's interesting i do also that feels like a nice way if you are in the middle of a migraine mm-hmm. to like be in a bathtub it does feel so like true. yeah i feel like the there's literally not enough wood in the world for me to knock on by saying this because i it, it i'm like it feels way too good to be true but I really think it has been working for me, and I really encourage people to try it if they have been um, suffering from migraines. I mean, everybody's got different triggers yeah, and different yeah, whatever, course. but there was nothing. But if you're long-suffering and you want long, something new to try, try this. Yeah, long-suffering, yeah. like so few things were helping me. A lot of things felt like they like d- diminished or decreased the pain, but this I, re- I have not been getting them, knock on wood. I feel like I'm going to get one tonight. I'm so nervous. I'm, I'm tempting sorry. fate. But I really wanted to share that with people. That's really nice to share, even yeah. though... It's really putting yourself out there. I do. And I like, please, universe, be good to me and don't make me regret this. Don't punish me for this. (laughs) 
uh, that that worked actually. It got rid of my hanger a little bit. Okay, because I just got so passionate. So I'm not about gonna it. talk about I'm not gonna talk about food then for a minute. Okay. Um, okay. So this is really unrelated to uh, magnesium or mm-hmm. migraines. Um, it's a television show, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, The Bold Type. Yes, um, I've heard of it. People love it. People love it. So my friend and Ruthie, it's on Freeform. It's on Freeform, but mm-hmm. you can also watch it on Hulu, which okay. I learned. Um, Great. Because yeah, and and I will also note that it has less commercials on Hulu. Oh, great. Um, so that that was a nice surprise a once I figured that out. Um, so my friend Ruthie had recommended this show like six months ago, and it took me a really long time to get to it. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I'm just bad at watching TV right now. I am too. I suck at it. I don't want to take us off on a tangent, but I predict that the next thing in internet TV or just like digital TV will be actual just channels of TV that plays. Yeah. That you don't have to pick because I miss that and they've just got to figure out how to get it back. It's really hard. The choice is overwhelming. And it's also, I, I, God, there are so many platforms and so many places to look and I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking at. And there's no universal search. Where is the TV guide for the internet era? It's well, that thing, Yahoo streaming guide. No, they took it away. (gasps) The Yahoo streaming guide no no longer works. Oh my God. I, it's so upsetting, Claire. I, we can't even get into this. The Yahoo streaming guide app my favorite Yahoo product <laughs> no longer exists. They took it away from us. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so anyway, the bold type. Um, yeah. It is. A- I but I just like to co-sign. I'm terrible at watching TV. I need someone to just make it like it used to be. Make where it, it just like it used to would be. come on. You yeah. turn the TV on and something's playing. And if you didn't like that, you found something exactly. else. But you didn't have to. Right now, it's too much powers in our hands. That, no, that's exactly how I feel. We can't be passive. We have to be active. And it's too and much for a person. And I don't trust myself enough. I'm like, there might be something better out there. Like, story of my life. Yes. I, was I, say, like, I feel like that's the diagnosis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I watching the best possible show right now? Probably uh, not. Mm-hmm. So, so then instead, I'm just like, I guess I'll just watch Full House reruns. Which is definitely not the best thing I could be watching. Anyway, back to this show, The Bold Who Type. Knows? Okay, so The Bold Type is about three women, young women in their 20s working in magazines. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked in magazines with my friend Ruthie and our friend Kayleen. So um, this appeals so to me So it's actually about way. you three. It's about us. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's about us. Um, so they all started out as assistants together mm-hmm. at a magazine called Scarlet. Mm. Um, and there's Jane, who just got promoted to, like, writer. Okay. There's Kat, who's the social media director, okay. and then there's Sutton, who's still toiling away as an assistant and, like, can't figure out what her next <coughs> move is. Okay. Um, okay, where do I go from here? Basically, like, is it, it, do you think, is it weird that that one character's name's Sutton, but this show sounds like younger and that show's starring Sutton mm, Foster? Mm, mm. Because when people Maybe. talk about these shows, I don't necessarily know, know which the difference. Is the difference. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Um, yeah, it, it feels also, like a nod maybe to younger. Possibly. Okay. It is possibly. And then the editor-in-chief of this magazine is Jacqueline. Okay. Okay. So I think the things that are interesting to me about the show is that, like, it's pretty low stakes in general. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't – you're not going to, like, lose sleep. You're not – your, like, heart's not racing okay. at any point during the show. That's great. Mm-hmm. I like that. That is important to me in a show that I'm going to watch on a Tuesday night. The characters – are all, all three of the like main characters first and foremost are genuinely supportive and loving of one another they are work wives they are there for each other they like will drop everything or like be 10 minutes late to a meeting because one of them like needs needs like a powwow in the fashion closet That's lovely. this is like how they are it's lovely furthermore everyone there's no like asshole on the show huh. there's no evil character there are people who are kind of a pain in the ass mm-hmm. but like in a real like workplace kind of way no like underminer there's no one in the office you're like ooh, is that one gonna do this to this mm. one or like there is none opposite of, of ugly betty opposite of ugly betty it is so 
pleasant and appealing and just like nice to see. That does sound up my alley. I think you would really like it. Um, there's even so Sutton has this affair with one, like one of the guys on the board of the mm-hmm. publishing company. And you keep waiting for him to be it. You're like, oh, my God, Richard's going to be so skeezy. He's not skeezy. Their relationship is like genuinely married. No. Oh, so it's not an extramarital affair. No, they're just they're just they're just having the relationship that they that they shouldn't be having because of, you know, she's Yeah, exactly. But like he's 100 percent genuinely supportive of her. He, they like have a real authentic relationship where he cares what she thinks. She cares what he thinks. They like ask each other for advice. Like it's not lovely screwed up. It's so nice. And then the best character mm-hmm. of all is the editor-in-chief of the magazine, mm-hmm. Jacqueline, who in the first episode, you're like, oh, is she going to be like Ice Queenie? Like, are yeah. we painting this like classic picture of, you know, the like Anna Wintory magazine editor? The answer is no. Hmm. Um, she is a great boss. She genuinely care. Like, she's emotionally invested in these people who work for her. But she has distance. Wow. And she's able to like... There's, you know, there are scenes where they'll be like in her office or whatever. She's like reprimands people, but it's like very clean and very clear. She gives good direction. There is like very good bossing on this show that is aspirational. So it's just really modeling a lot of good behavior. It's modeling so much good behavior, which is such a nice thing to see. That really is. There's also like good career advice. There's a whole thing on negotiation that was like very good. Like, I don't know. And I know I've asked you this question before and I can never remember the answer. Cosmopolitan it's not so, okay. So this. Joanna Coles, um, the the ed- editor in chief or former editor in chief yes. of Cosmopolitan, um, she was like an advisor on it. Okay, and, and the main character is definitely like she definitely informed okay. that main character. Got it. Um, the or the like editor in chief. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not. It's not like it's not the Cosmo reality show. Okay. Yeah, I love that. I'll watch yeah. it. I think you should watch it. It's I only will. also the first season's ten episodes. All I think all the seasons were ten mm-hmm. episodes. The second season starting June twelfth, so now is like a good time to watch and catch that up. That is, yeah. Um, I have something um, equally mm, light, light, yeah, mm-hmm. light to offer. Um, we got some great spray tans recently. <gasps> we did. I was, I've not, I can't remember ever being so satisfied with a spray tan. No, it was a very good spray tan um, to the point where I was like, Am I have twenty years some- spray tan experience, <laughs> and that was the best one. <laughs> I really, you've been spray tan. Wow. Well, not twenty. I guess. No, like- I get. No. I mean that would yeah I have a little I guess thing. 15 yeah at least 15 at least 15 more yeah. I spray tanned for prom yeah and it was like a car wash style spray yeah. tan where you like put your arms out and I was trying to remember the name of that thing because somebody brought it up the other day it was like a blue box yeah and you would stand in it and yeah it would car wash you um this was not this was like a person mm-hmm. who airbrush tans you it's a sweetheart tans they have a location in Williamsburg but in New York City so I'm sorry for the people who um are not in New York City, but um, they will also come to you, which sounds great to me. It doesn't sound great to me. Really? Oh, I don't, you don't want to. I don't cl- want to have to clean up the bathtub, They clean Claire. it up for you. Oh, really? Yeah, that's part of the service. They clean oh, up the bathtub hmm. for you. Um, so they'll come to you if you want and <laughs> yeah. to clean your bed and you stand in your bathtub and they'll do it, um, which is just nice because in the sense that spray tanning is sort of a complicated thing to pull off and that you have to like kind of do it at exactly the right time no, that relative to when that you want to shower, relative to when you want to work out, relative to when you want to sleep. I always like to do it at nighttime because then you're getting that like eight to 10 hours because you're just going to sleep anyway. So I like to do it as late at night as possible. Um, the key to that, of course, is putting down towels on the bed or just dark sheets. Well, here's what I learned with Sweetheart, though. This time mm-hmm. they had some like fast, fast yeah. acting spray tan um, yeah. that that was done after three hours. Um, so you showered. So I we got it at like six. Uh, yeah, I six. showered at nine. Mm-hmm. And I was really stressed about still like staining my sheets, my bed clothes, whatever. Yeah. 
it wasn't a thing. It was no problem. Well, what's crazy is like a lot of spray tans too, even on day two or whatever, You, if you sweat when you sleep, you may well yeah, leave yeah, it yeah. on your yeah. um, sheets. And I didn't. I didn't get anywhere on my sheets. It was the first time that that had ever happened. And we did it in preparation for a photo shoot during which I wore a fully white outfit. Fully white. And got nothing on it. And it just Shocking. looked good. It was just exactly the right amount of like nobody. I, well, I don't think anyway. We walked in the next day and everybody was like, oh, my God, you're so tan. It was just like, oh, you like. Well, and I think like the th- I, whenever I get a spray tan, I just want it to look like I've been outside. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I think that right now both of us look, especially my legs at least, looked <laughs> like I hadn't been outside because I hadn't. Yeah. Like, it, you know, winter, winter skin where you just want like something to even yeah. that out. It know. felt great. I felt really happy about it. I wished that I had the energy or commitment to just like do it every week because it just is the best I don't know just like nice it felt like having up. airbrush makeup on for yeah a minute. or yeah. just like the way when you get a really nice manicure and all week you look down and you're like those That's are some nice. nice hands <laughs> I will while we're on this topic give a shout out to just the classic Saint-Tropez like foam yeah. um that I think is in my experience is a great just at-home self-tanner if you need a little at-home solution the at-home self-tanner that I've been wanting to try that I feel like keeps popping up various mm-hmm. places is by organic organic pharmacy oh yeah I saw that on Jerry Hirsch's Instagram oh yeah. interesting um yeah I, I'm interested in yeah. that one yeah. she's she's currently reviewing it she's just posting every day because she's doing new applications every day so you can oh, follow I think I caught I think yeah. I caught one of these in the series <clears throat> another one um that that I read about is tanceuticals I I think no relation to skin suiticals. Interesting. I don't know. I am happy with the I'm happy with Santrope. Very happy with sweetheart tans. If you need uh spray tan like pre-vacation, pre-wedding, whatever. Yep. I'm into it. Yep. Um, okay, I'm gonna talk about food. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm gonna talk about food next too. I'm ready. <sighs> okay. Um, the River Cafe London 30 mm-hmm. Years of Recipes cookbook. Um, it's so good. You were over it's, my house yeah, recently I mean, and we're looking. It's like, just oh, like so, so pretty. It's yeah. just so pretty. So River Cafe, it's like some place that's been on my radar. Obviously, for a long time, but I just it's hadn't an thought about it. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's it's like such a, um, I, my mom has come up so much on this podcast. It's embarrassing, yeah. but she <laughs> gave me the first cookbooks she gave me when I like moved out were River Cafe Simple and River Cafe Easy, I think they were. And because the, and they're, they're not as beautiful as this one you have, yeah. but all of their cookbooks are stunningly beautiful in a way that I'm just like, you've really raised raise the, the bar, bar. Really well they're just the yeah bar. they're really really beautiful one of the things that's awesome about this particular one is that they have a they've been in business for 30 years mm-hmm. 30 years of recipes <laughs> um they have some very like fancy artsy london um fans and clients yeah. and so it's a beautiful very fancy restaurant in london on yes. the water on the um, river and it's like where april bloomfield started it's where jamie oliver started mm-hmm. like all a very big deal and it was founded by two women work wives Ruth Rogers and Rose Gray. Um, Rose Gray, unfortunately, passed away in 2010. There's a letter to her in this book or like an ode to her in this book that's really nice. Um, but back to what I was trying to trying to say before I derailed myself. Um, there, there are menus in the book that mm-hmm. have been um, like arted on. by Drawn on, yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, by big deal artists like Damien Hurst and Ed Ruscha and like, yeah, just just big deal stuff. Um, so cool. It just really does make you be like, why doesn't our business have all of these friends who are really talented artists and then <laughs> just want to do? Why, yeah, just want to decorate. Why is but, why isn't everything we put out a work of actual yeah, why art? Are people people like drawing on our shipping confirmation. That's exactly emails. how I felt about it, Erica. Where huh. it was just like, just because you're a restaurant doesn't mean and you, you can't be matter. so beautiful in this way. Your cookbook and it can't all. And we we should have everything be this beautiful. Um, I've tried two things from it so far. Both okay. of them were delicious. Good. Um, 
I my friend Lauren um, had Thomas and I over for dinner mm-hmm. last week, and she made the first very first recipe in the cookbook, um, <coughs> the ricotta al forno. What's that? Um, it's very up your alley. Mm. It's this baked ricotta parmesan uh, herb. There's like blended herbs in wow. it thing with some black olives on the top, and you bake it until it's like brown and bubbly wow. and then you we there we had it with crackers but you could also have it spread on bread you could have it Yum. like with i think it'd be really good with broccoli in particular mm, um yeah it was really 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 delicious and a good like alt cheese plate mm, situation mm-hmm. you know just like mm-hmm. pop that thing out and yeah. be done um and then the other thing i had the other night which was a very good like weeknight recipe is the penne with zucchini and lemon zest um, which is just like a like slow cooked zucchini that mm. has so much more flavor than you would ever think. That's my problem um, with zucchini. No, this was so. I mean, there's also a good amount of butter in it, which okay. helps anything along, yeah. obviously. But yeah, this thing was delicious. This recipe would make such a good gift, or this recipe, this this cookbook would make such a good gift because it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful. so beautiful. My food thing also related to dinner parties is actually a sequel or an update to um, the fudge. Yeah, the fudge conversation yeah. we've been having. Fudge the hot point, fudge. Fudge point oh. Yeah. <laughs> the Nancy Silverton hot fudge recipe that I now just always have. Um, I, a couple times now, when we've had people over for dinner, have made it after dinner. Yeah. Because it takes like mm, 10 minutes to yeah. make. And it's a really nice interlude after yeah. dinner. And people are really impressed that you're like making dinner on, or making dessert on the spot. Yeah, totally. And then you have fresh hot fudge for the table. So we just like... Put we're just like here. Continue to eat the cheese plate as your like pre dessert. Yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah, cheese yeah. plate that we had oh, earlier. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. bring bring it back. that back to the table. Like people can nibble for a little bit, take a minute before their like actual dessert, and then just bring hot fudge over to the table. Put you know bowls of ice cream out, and people can make their own hot fudge sundae. And then this has been more successful sometimes than others. But then I just put it in mason jars and send it home with people. But the, <laughs> but the one time no one would take it. Well, because I mean, it, because the thing is, you know, if you're taking home that hot fudge, you're eating all of it. It's yeah, and that's why no one would take, no it, one but take it. But when it was really successful, was when it was all Chris's friends. Yeah, <laughs> they had no concerns. They were like, "Yes, we will. Thank you very much." But it's well, just, that is so. Isn't it very? You know like, what? It's like very Danny Myers. I felt like Gramercy Tavern of I've, you to try to send people home with mason jars of hot fudge. Well, because we can't keep it all in the house when you make that big of a batch. <laughs> I so you have to like send it home with people, and then yeah, and it felt very like it is very Gramercy Tavern. Here's a granola bar for tomorrow morning. Yeah. Here's hot fudge for tomorrow morning. <laughs> for tomorrow morning. Pour um, it for your Cheerios. I, you I felt perfect. like I felt very hostessy. It's the opposite of a um, crappy dinner party. It felt very like done. Yeah. Like I did this thing. Here's a flourish. <laughs> Here's a yeah. flourish. But it's so easy and the hot fudge is so yeah. easy to no, make. No, that's that's fair. It's like it's like um yeah. Yeah. I it's get like, it. yeah, I, it just it's I've I found get it. Get a lot of credit, good. not a lot of effort. That's right. Yeah. It's a good dinner party trick. That's it, right. You do it right on spot, takes ten minutes, you're done. And no yeah. one's gonna get tired of it. So the other part of this update is that, yes, I am still eating hot fudge. Oh, related. HDVB, yes, is back on shelves. But also it was revealed this week in an article, maybe in the Atlantic or Slate, somewhere that shouldn't have been concerning themselves with this. Claire, I would watch it. Haagen-Dazs did change their vanilla recipe. But their regular vanilla, right? Just their regular vanilla. But there there was an article about this that a couple of people sent me. There was like, on the message boards, people were up in arms accusing them of having changed their recipes. Yeah, like message boards. Yeah, Yeah, which I, and on the Haagen-Dazs site. And so (laughs) some, which, you know, I've obviously been on. Yeah. um, Somebody did some deep dive reporting and Haagen-Dazs admitted that, yes, they have changed the recipe. Are you a moderator on any of the forums on the Haagen-Dazs site? I'm not. And to be honest, you know, a lot of people sent me this article and I was like, thanks, that's interesting. And obviously, like, 
relevant to my interesting, but it doesn't affect me because it's yeah. not vanilla bean related. It's like adjacent, but not yeah. Yeah, and I've also heard. But I, mean, I think what happens is mm-hmm. that people see this article and they're yeah. like. I know one person who might care about this. <laughs> it's like when there's bunny news on the internet. Yeah, you get and it. And I get it from yeah. 40 people because yeah. everybody's like, I know a person who yeah. cares about no, this. Yeah, that's right. Listen, yeah. I'm glad to be the recipient of all of this. That's how I feel about the bunny news, too. Um, I don't, please don't stop sending it to me. Um, another piece of intel that I got recently from our friend Paige, who is also the alpaca mm. expert, yeah. um, is that she... Um, tasted Jenny's vanilla bean honeycomb, I believe. But vanilla bean honey. Honey, okay. Mm-hmm. And said that it is even better than Hagen dazs vanilla bean. I have yet to verify this firsthand, but... But we do feel really good about Jenny's. I love Jenny's. Yeah, so there's that. Yeah. There is that. I And and, and they have that honey whipped cream at Jenny's. Oh, God, it's making me hungry so again. It's I'm sorry, making okay, me hungry okay, okay, again. Okay, 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 okay. Should we turn it back? What else, what else you got? Um. What, oh, you want another thing from me? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me take a look here at my list. Um, my I've got two sort of like smaller ones that yeah. I don't want to talk about forever, but I really endorse. Two bites. Let me hear them. Therabreath mouthwash. Yeah. Which is something I bought on and off for years. I also just don't always have mouthwash me in either. my house. It's like a thing where I get inspired and then I remember I'm like, this is a nice way to like finish off like before yeah. I leave the, the, well, the house. Well, because I also feel like I've heard day. mixed things about using me mouthwash. Too. Yeah. Me yeah. too. But I actually really trust Therabreath in part because it doesn't taste toxic in any way. It doesn't have a strong, it doesn't have a bite. It doesn't yeah. have, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not spicy. It's yeah. not alcoholic. And it's actually made for people with dry mouth. Um, Which is what the other mouthwashes typically cause. And yeah. now that now that I'm remembering this, wow, this is like really taking me far back. I think I had dry mouth from the antidepressants I used to take. And that might have been how I discovered this like mm. way back in the day. It's made by some doctor. His like face is on the thing. He, they yeah. also make mints that people really like if yeah. you're in radio or like do a lot of because they're good for preventing the dry mouth that you get when you talk a lot. But it's just really phenomenal mouthwash and it's got a really mild minty taste and it it I bought it again recently for in, for the first time in a while and I was like, "Why don't I use this all the time?" It's great. So that's my one. My other thing that it, are these back of the door bins that I have oh, in my closet. Bins. Yeah. Um we had Alpha install some organizing stuff in our closets yep. and instead of putting a hooks, system, I think a system, alpha that's right, you to call it. Instead of putting hooks on the back of the door, we put bins on the back I of the door. I think that's a great idea. And I'm just like, why isn't that a more common thing, period? I think that's where all the hats and gloves are supposed yes, to go. Exactly. I think that's where all the tote bags are supposed to live. Umbrellas. Yeah, I just, hooks are not a great Well, because uh, you pile UX. so much. Not exactly. great UX. Yeah. Exactly. Because if you want to get the bottom umbrella mm-hmm. in a pile, uh, like a stack of umbrellas on a hook, that's exactly That is right. not ideal. And then you can't see the the things that are like hung on top of no. each other it's a mess but in, also you can't hang a mitten and not well and mittens are so and like mittens and hats and scarves all that stuff so annoying yeah and you can fit kind of a lot of bins on the back of a door and yeah, i know i like this bin idea a lot I'm a so, lot a lot a lot I, I don't understand why it took me so or why it's taking the world so long I, it's so not a you this. problem yeah for sure. I mean, there are you problems. <laughs> I have some. <laughs> I have some that I create for myself. It's true. But I really endorse this. I'm sure people other than Alpha make it. I like the Alpha ones. It's just you basically just have to um, uh, screw a, like a metal strip, one like long metal rod. strip yeah. rod to your door, and then you can affix the, the bins to them. Want. And um, they come in different sizes and depths and then um yeah you i've got like one for my running accessories and one for my you know my hats and gloves and one for chris hats and gloves and one for totes it's great yeah that doesn't mean a real revelation yeah it, it felt like it 
What um, do you got? Are you ready for my last thing? Yeah, I am. Okay. Oh, so, that's why you wanted me to go twice in a row so that you could finish. Because, Claire, this one's so long and also yeah. so meaningful. It's a great one. It's I just think it's one. so meaningful, mm-hmm. and I just want us to really be able to lavish our time with it. Yeah, I understand. Um, I don't want to feel, like, rushed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's, <clears throat> let's luxuriate. Yeah. Um, Susie Orman. Mm-hmm. Suze Orman, Susie Orman. Ah, good, great question. I'd said Suze, but then I, I feel like Susie. Some, I think, it I is think Susie. it's Susie. Yeah. Too bad neither of us watch like CNBC, yeah, which would really we'll help us start. get to the answer yeah. at the bottom of this. Susie Orman, her What I Can't Live Without for mm-hmm. the strat for New York Magazine's The Strategist. Mm-hmm. This column is wonderful in general. Claire and I were actually featured in this column. Oh, we were. The, we, it's, it's a great column. You get so much much good takeaway, and sometimes you get a real sense of a person's personality. It's but really never more <laughs> than with the Susie Orman one. They they also do a another one that I really love. That's just like what I bought this month. Yeah, that's great it's, too. It, all this content so good, so good, yeah. so 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 good. Okay, so Susie Orman, I just learned so much, and the way that she presents this inspiration, this this like material is so aspirational mm-hmm. because she just owns every layer of her crazy and oh, yeah. every like every neuroses that she mm-hmm. has. So I'm going to read some highlights. Yeah. Okay, the first thing on this list are plugs women's flip-flops. <laughs> and here's how this piece starts, you guys. Now obviously, I live on the private island. <laughs> this is the, the private island. First line of this thing now obviously i live on the private island and then editor's note orman lives most of the year (laughs) in the bahamas because Because they didn't think it was obvious because it wasn't obvious to anyone i love it so much so the the basic Mm -hmm. premise of this one is that like she just wears these flip-flops everywhere there's no reason for her not to wear flip-flops she does nothing that doesn't require these flip-flops basically and that she has this like this like I think she probably has a studio on the isle on mm-hmm. the island, yeah. obviously. The island, yeah. yeah. Where she records and like she just don't really just like, can do everything in her life in flip flops. That's what? amazing. How aspirational. That is aspirational. Yeah. Number one. Number two. <clears throat> Ever more natural alkaline artisan water. I have trouble with my voice because I have an esophagus that just doesn't work. My voice has given me a hard time for a long time now, but Evermore water is one of those waters with a naturally high pH. It's it's not infused and comes from Louisiana right to the United States. If I check into a hotel, they have to have Evermore. (coughs) You can't go without food. You can go without food, but you can't go without water. I want to be in a place where I can be waking water requests of all the hotels. Oh, I stay yeah, in. absolutely. What water requests would you make? I don't even know. I don't think I've I've been exposed to enough different waters at this point in my life to make the decision. I wouldn't have a water request. I'd just say no to Sani. Well, Claire, we say that now. <laughs> That's already a rule. Yeah. Well, I just, but no, not I, everybody follows not it. Not everybody follows. Yeah. I understand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've at least one or two more mm-hmm. that I think is really important to show. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Food for life, sprouted life, gluten-free, cinnamon raisin bread. Mm -hmm. I'm a nut about what I eat. I don't do gluten, meat, sugar, fried food, dairy. Nothing. (laughs) That's a tremendous line. I'll get 10 loaves at Whole Foods, freeze them, and bring them here. Here being the private private island. The island, yeah. I just looked in the freezer and I only have one loaf, so I need to get more. There's a lot of product that's being brought in yeah. to the island. Well, that's something about an island. You got to bring everything 100%. with you. And you have to be in the position where you can bring mm-hmm. the 10 loaves, the water, the whole thing. Yeah. 
She wraps this up with a very long bit about the electric reel uh, fishing. Mm, uh, it's like a $15,000 elec- uh, fishing rod. Yeah, something like that. Because she and her partner, KT, mm-hmm. won the Wahoo fishing contest. And like the men who compete in this were like very, very unimpressed. Yeah. Like, yeah, very upset about all of this. This year so far, we've caught 45 Wahoos and other people have caught two to three. I just... <laughs> I inc- I highly encourage. And you what to does she read. say about the rod? She's like, I, I couldn't live without two. Yeah, like oh, this yeah, yeah, or- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's the only thing that works and is truly necessary. Actually, KT, that's her partner, truly is the one thing I can't live without. If I lost everything else, but had KT, <laughs> life would be still be okay. So it ends on such a sweet note. It's just read the whole thing. It's when, really whenever, good. You you send it to me, and I was on a really crowded um, L train, which is a miserable experience, and I managed to LOL a ton despite being on the L train. I just want to. I want to be like this. I, I want to be like. I, it's unapologetic. This, it's it doesn't even know you could apologize. It's, that's right. Um, this reminded me of something that I haven't had a place to um, publicly about. applaud. Yeah. Um, which is that Curtis Sittenfeld also did this column. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yes. Author. Yes. <laughs> author thank you. of Prep and um, she has the a American brand new Wife. book out yeah, that I can't remember the name of. Yeah. Um, and hers was really delightful. Um, but there's a line in it that I thought was so good. So one of her items was the Gwyneth Paltrow book. It's the all first good. one. Yeah, the first, the first one. one. The, the great co- one. Co-written yeah. with Julia Tertian, friend oh, of the so podcast. Good, so good, so good. Um, it's a really good, it's a wonderful uh, cookbook. You and I both cook from it a lot. And then in the last sentence that she writes about this book is, in general, I believe it's fine to have impassioned conversations about Gwyneth Paltrow. But those of us who do so should admit it's a recreational activity and not a moral referendum. I think about that line all the time now because I also think it can be applied to so much bullshit that we all yeah. argue about. It's a recreational activity, not a moral referendum. It's a hobby. Yeah, that's right. It's I really hobby. thought it was just such like it to me. It was the final line on Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, but that is it. Like there's nothing else to say about it. I was I was delighted by it. This I you know we love this New York great. Magazine around here. They we do a do. good job. The strategists especially. Yes. All right. Well, that's the show. You yeah. can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts: Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. Follow us at of a kind on Instagram and Twitter. Like our Facebook. If you have ideas, that's a few things at of a kind.com. If you want to advertise, and you should, advertising at of a kind.com. The intro music, Butterfield East, is written and performed by the Soulful Saints. Our audio editing is done by Liz Smith, and we record at Showbiz Studios in the East Village. you guys write in and ask about our theme song it is called butterfield east and it is composed and performed by the soulful saints you can check them out over at dallarecords.com that was a hit gum podcast